Today we're going to use a passage from the Bible that is so very simple. And its simplicity is part of why it's been loved by people of all ages through the past two millennia. It speaks very simply about the most important and transforming news that has ever been announced in this world, the good news of Jesus Christ. Recently, I was amazed to see the picture of a very famous movie star with the president for a ceremony at the White House. This is, by the way, former president. The reason I was amazed is that I thought this movie star was dead. I had actually seen pictures and read news report about his death from cancer. But it turns out it was fake news. Well, I want to promise you, the good news that we'll talk about tonight is real news. It is good news. It is not fake news. Listen to this news as Jesus announces it in his own words. John 3, starting in verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. In verses 14 and 15, Jesus gives a picture of the good news. He takes us back to the Old Testament. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, this is the book of Numbers, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. So Jesus was reminding a very religious man he was speaking to at the time by the name of Nicodemus of a well-known story from the Old Testament. Numbers chapter 21 was a picture of grumbling people, poisonous snakes, a metal snake on a pole, and a look. The picture Jesus gives in these words makes good news come alive. God's Old Testament people called Israel had been delivered from slavery in Egypt all of it. It was completely awesome, amazing, miraculous. God turned water to blood, brought awful sores on all the Egyptians' bodies, brought a deadly storm from the sky of hail and fire, brought locusts that ate up most of the crops of the country, gave Egypt three days of solid, awful darkness, and then brought death to the firstborn of every Egyptian family. Afterwards, Egypt was a complete wreck Dead animals, dead people, destroyed trees and crops, and loud crying everywhere. It was not until then that Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, finally said, Go, get out. God did this for Israel, his people. Israel should have not only been thankful, in fact, they should only have been thankful for this powerful, miraculous deliverance. Can you believe what God has done? They should have been saying nonstop, he smashed all the gods of Egypt, including Pharaoh. But believe it or not, all Israel did once they left Egypt and their slavery was complain. Every time things got a little rough, they wanted to go back to Egypt and its slavery. Oh, the Egyptians are coming. They're going to kill us. Oh, we're thirsty. God doesn't care. Take us back to Egypt. Do you know anyone that complains? There's probably somewhere, someone wearing your shoes right now who does. Ever see that same kind of reaction? 
in your life? When things are good, you're glad. Thank you, Lord. But when things get a little rough, then it's, why me, God? Finally, after about ten times of whining and complaining, we're told that God decided to punish his people to teach them a lesson. So he sent poisonous snakes into their camp. These snakes started biting people. Many died. So the people started running to Moses, God's leader. Moses, we've sinned by our complaining. Go and ask God to save us. So Moses prayed. And then God told him to do something very simple and, well, at least to our eyes, and maybe to their eyes, very strange. Numbers 21.8 And the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole. And everyone who is bitten when he sees it shall live. Doesn't quite make sense, does it? Look at a copper snake on a pole and you will be healed from the deadly snake bite caused by your sin. Well, here's what happened. Numbers 21.9 So Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a pole. And if a serpent bit anyone, a real serpent bit anyone, he would look at the bronze serpent and live. They sinned by complaining against God. They deserved the punishment that he sent, poisonous snakes and death. But we might be tempted to say, whoa, 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 hold everything. Death for complaining? Is that fair? Why is complaining, even constant complaining, worthy of God's judgment? Death. The reason the punishment was so severe was not just that Israel complained or that they had complained over and over. Here's the great sin in their complaining. It was who they complained against. This was the God who loved them and rescued them from Egyptian slavery and made them his own people. This is the only true God, the creator of the universe, the eternal God. And to this God, they said, what you're asking us to do is too hard. We want to leave you. We want to go back to the gods of Egypt. They took better care of us. So God sent snakes. And then the people, bitten and dying, cried out, confessing, we have sinned. And God, once again, in love, in love they did not deserve, made a way for them to escape death, the death they deserved because of their sin, put a copper snake on a pole. What did they have to do to be saved? Look. In our next episode, we'll look more at this saving look and what it looks like for us. If this has been a blessing to you, share it with someone.